Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero. I come to you each and every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas. And I can now say that because we are coming to you each and every week from Big D. Beautiful day in Big, day t- Big D today. And what's interesting is today is the one-year anniversary of this book, You Need More Money. It came out one year ago today. I want to thank everybody for the support that you had both on the hardcover and on the Audible version, which I read myself, both available on Amazon. Go get it. Keep the momentum for that book going. Go help yourself and your family. Share it with other people. Go buy the book and and give it away to people. It's the best $17 gift you could give to anybody, and I'd be grateful for it. Look, I get a lot of emails and direct messages from young people asking me what they should do with their lives. And, you know, they're really all over the map on some of these requests. And I don't know why they feel that some guy on Instagram is going to be able to give them the answer to their lives. But I'm flattered that they would look at me um, as someone who might be able to give them guidance. And I don't want to take that lightly. So I thought on today's episode what I would do is just share what I think people should be doing in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, and I took it all the way out to the age of 100. And now when somebody gives me a direct message, I can say, you know what? Go listen to episode 170 of the You Need More Money podcast, and it'll answer your questions regardless of what decade you live in or what decade age you are. So let's rock and roll. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you're in your 20s, I'm going to tell you to go use somebody else's money to get great at something. Do not become an entrepreneur. Don't buy that BS on social media. By the way, I don't know if anyone saw this on social this morning. It was a Dallas-based fitness girl with half a million or so followers on Instagram who basically scammed everybody. Millions and millions of dollars. She promised the audience who paid her anywhere from $19 to $59 a month one certain product, which she said was one-on-one training and all kinds of videos and nutritional things. She didn't do shit. And now she has a class action lawsuit against her. The feds are coming to investigate her. She's crying on videos that she's pushing out on social media saying how sorry she is. My business just took off at hockey sticks, she said. Let me tell you something, man. That bullshit's going to happen a lot. There are going to be a ton of people who get in big trouble for the promises that they are making that they are not delivering on on social media. And I went to her Instagram page just to see what this girl's all about. It's a beautiful Instagram page, but guess what? It's all sizzle, ain't no steak. And now she's gonna pay the price for it, man. This girl's gonna be in some trouble. So back to the 20s. I'm telling you, do not go into business for yourself. I'm telling you, get a job for somebody else and go travel, learn, get skilled up on their dime. Here's what I'm talking about, about learning. I want you to learn in your 20s different businesses, different platforms. Like, I think one of the best jobs you could get in your 20s is as an entry-level consultant, where you get to travel in, maybe an accounting consultant or even a management consultant working underneath, an assistant management consultant, where you're going into different businesses all over the country and you're starting to learn, number one, What platforms might you be really good at? What businesses do you resonate with? Do you really understand that become very natural to you? And equally as important, you get to learn different parts of the country. Like, let me ask you a question. Do you know what Minnesota nice is? Do you know that people in the deep Louisiana 
sound almost exactly as somebody from Brooklyn? Do you understand that people in California are willing to pay more for your goods and services because they know how freaking expensive it is to live out there? Dude, you gotta carry the bag. You gotta get on the streets, man. Get your hands dirty. You gotta get frequent flyer miles. You gotta learn which hotels you like, which airlines you like to fly on. You gotta know how to carry the bag and you shouldn't be doing it on your dime because in your 20s you don't got much of dimes. You should be doing it on somebody else's bank account. Let somebody else pay you to learn what you don't know. Don't do the entrepreneurial thing. I started Commercial Fleet when I was 25 years old and I should have learned a lot more before I went into business for myself and it probably would have saved me a decade of all of that learning curve and having to do it on ramen noodles. So that's my takeaway for you. Now I'm gonna connect it back a little bit to the You Need More Money book because in the book I have my litmus test and I say that in your 20s you should have a net worth of one times your earnings. So let's say that in your 20s you're making $100,000 as this consultant. You're traveling around the country, you got an expense account, you're staying in the hotels they're paying for, you get a per diem they're paying for all that stuff, you're learning about different businesses, you're meeting tons of new people who might be on their way up, by the way, uh, one of the banks that we do a ton of business with here at Commercial Fleet. Um, when we started doing business with that bank back in 1999, so 20 years ago, my rep at that bank was just a basic sales guy. I was you know, a basic sales guy for Commercial Fleet. And that guy is now like maybe number four guy at the bank. It's about a $50 billion publicly traded bank and we're still super close friends and we relish the early days and the trust and the relationship that we've built over the last 20 years. You get that opportunity when you're busting your ass learning on somebody else's company credit card versus trying to figure out how to do it on your own. So back to the math. One times earnings is what your net worth should be in your 20s according to the litmus test that I created in You Need More Money book. That means if you're making 100, one times 100 is $100,000 net worth. Not that difficult to do if you're doing what I tell you to do and go out into the marketplace. One last thing for you in your 20s. I want you to start stacking and racking a few bucks. I've told you the simple math formula on how to be a millionaire. It's $2,000 a month at a 6% rate of return for 21 years and you're a millionaire. So I want you to start stacking and racking that $2,000 a month. I would just tell you to put it in an index mutual fund. Make it real easy on yourself. You don't need to worry about picking stocks. Get a 6% annual return in 21 years. It'll be worth a million seventeen dollars okay? A million seventeen thousand dollars That's my suggestion to you in your 20s. In your 30s, you better start getting your shit together. And I'm talking late 20s, early 30s. I ain't talking 38, 39 when you start to get your shit together. I'm talking like 28, 29, 30, 31. It's time to start getting your shit together. Put the damn college hat away. Put the freaking flip-flops away. You ain't a sophomore in college no more. And I want you to start to understand that it is time to launch in your 30s. You should have already figured out the platform that you like. It's crank time. There is no playing it safe in your 30s. You need to go all in. If it's going to be entrepreneurial, I love it. If it's going to be climb the corporate ladder, I love it. But you need to be totally immersed in your income generating uh, opportunities and activities in your 30s. You also got something that you're lucky at. 
Most people don't have children now until their 30s. So your kids may not even be there when you're 30 years old. Maybe you ain't even married yet, but if you got little kids and you're married, they all understand daddy or mommy can be out on the streets going to get it because you're preparing for your 40s, which is a massive, important RevGen time. So let's put the math to your 30s in the book, the litmus test three times your earnings now in your 30s. So let's say that in your 30s, you're starting to really crank and you're starting to make some scratch. Let's say you're making 300 grand a year. Now, some of you might be like, 300 grand a year, that's a lot of money. Let me tell you something. I just got back last week from spring break with my kids. We rented a uh, catamaran. We chartered a catamaran just for our family in the British Virgin Islands. And it was an incredible trip. And it was a nice boat too. Captain, mate, the whole nine yards. It was great. But no matter what port we pulled into, no matter what private little lagoon we pulled into, there were lots of bigger boats and lots of money floating around. So don't get caught up into this idea that 300 Gs in your 30s is a lot of money. I'm telling you, the money has moved. We're still chasing some old numbers here. So push yourself to get into that bracket. Now, if you're making 300, the litmus test says you should have three times your earnings as your net worth in your 30s. That means you should have a net worth of somewhere around 900 grand. It's not that out of whack. You're gonna have some equity in your house probably. You're gonna have some of this stack and rack money that's starting to build up. This $2,000 a month is starting to compound. Now it's starting to make sense. You're gonna have some cash. Maybe you did a deal. Maybe you bought a rental property. Maybe you uh, bought into a limited partnership or something like that. You should get closer to a $900,000 net worth by the time you're out of your 30s so that when you get into your 40s, you are firing on all cylinders. It is prime earning time for you. You, you now have a C in front of your title on your business card, C-level title. You now have lots of employees. You are cranking the income in your 40s. Your career is well-established. Your business is now well-established because the risk of entrepreneurship becomes far greater now. Those kids are getting older. Maybe, maybe mama or papa at home might be getting sick. Maybe mama or papa in your spouse isn't so happy that mama or papa is on the road carrying the bag anymore. Who's helping me at the house? Maybe they want you home a little bit more, but you're able to fire on all cylinders in your career and your earning potential. So by the time we get closer to the end of our 40s, According to the litmus test, which I believe a thousand percent, you're five times your earnings. So let's say you're making 500 grand now in your 40s. Five times 500 grand is 2.5 million bucks. I just gave you the math. I told you in your 20s, you don't got to worry about your net worth. Call it 100 grand. In your 30s, I just told you it's 900 grand. In your 40s, I'm now telling you it's, it's five times your earnings. If you're making 500 grand, it's 2.5 million. Get me? Things are starting to get more serious here, man. Things are starting to get serious. There ain't no time to play no more. We need to be firing on all cylinders so that when we get into our 50s, we get to keep it going just like we did in our 40s. Because I challenge you, if you're in your 50s, you know what I want you to do? I want you to think 10 years younger. I want you to think as if you were in your 40s. Listen, 50 is not old. I'm 50. Hell, I feel like I'm 20. Better than when I was 20, better than when I was 30, better than when I was 40, because I got it firing on all cylinders now. And you need to be doing that in your 40s and in your 50s. Your 50s need to be very similar to your 40s from an earning potential standpoint, from a push, from a stack and rack standpoint, 
because when you overlay the lipness test now in your 40s, it's in your 50s, it's starting to get pretty serious because I put a 10x number on that. And I say that in your 50s, you need to have 10 times your earnings. So if you're in your 50s, you're making 500 Gs, 10 times that is 5 million bucks. And that is the number that you're going to need to retire on. Look, you might tell me you're going to retire on it early. Great, good for you. But here's the way I look at it. Five million bucks at a 5% rate of return throws off $250,000 a year for you. I think most people can live just fine on 250 Gs as passive income off of the nest egg. My challenge to you is keep your hand on the throttle in your 50s just like you did in your 40s, but I want you to look at your life 10 years younger. Don't start saying that you're old. I don't want to hear that you're in your 50s, dude. I want you to live your life like it was in your 40s so that when you get to your 60s, you're now in a position to start to unpack your expertise. You're able to start to give back. You're starting to be able to be that sage that gray hair, that guru, that people really look up to and say, how can I be like that person? Now we're talking money because it's the You Need More Money podcast, but there's so many other ways for you to unpack expertise. You could be unpacking expertise to your grown children now. You could be unpacking expertise because you've stayed married for all this time. You could be unpacking your expertise to your grandchildren. You'd be unpacking your expertise for all those new 20 year old young bucks that are coming up in your company and the company that you work for who are carrying the bag and doing everything you did in your 20s. You're unpacking your expertise to the world in your 60s and I personally believe you have that responsibility. Once you get great and you achieve and you tap this potential, you have a responsibility to start giving back to other people through the unpacking of your expertise. Now we get to our 70s. And I think you should, in your 70s, show love to everybody. Just like my grandfather did, man. He was an immigrant from Ireland. He came over with a fourth grade education. He was a gardener. He took care of the property at uh, a guy named Howard Johnson's. If some of you know, remember the old Howard Johnson's restaurants that were little motels along the roads, along the highways, back in the 40s and the 50s. And the guy got filthy rich from it. And my grandfather came over from Ireland and he was the gardener for Howard Johnson's for his entire life. He also was a volunteer fireman. He was also a milkman. And uh, that's actually where he met my grandmother who came over from Ireland and she was the maid for Howard Johnson. So the gardener and the maid from Ireland fell in love, got married. They were married 55 years. And uh, my grandfather would go in his 70s down to the little coffee shop. He was the most handsome guy. He had the most beautiful head of gray, full gray hair, beautiful hair, and these just crystal blue eyes. And even in his 70s, when I was a kid and he'd take me to this little coffee shop every morning when he went, the, the waitresses would fall over him. They loved him. And he was in his 70s and he would tar his, his little driveway that he had every spring. He'd, put the, he'd get the five gallon bucket and roll out that black tar on it. He would do it in blue like um, mechanics pants, no shirt. He was in great shape in his 70s. We called him Papa. But he showed love to everybody, man. He was loved by so many people. And I'd tell you to do that in your 70s. Now we get to our 80s. The 80s, you better stay active. Man, you better keep that brain moving. My grandmother on my father's side died at 86 years old and she played cards on Thursdays with her girlfriends. 
And basically from Friday morning to Wednesday night, she was a zombie. And then about eight o'clock on Wednesday night, she knew she had cards the next day and her brain fired back up and kicked back in. She was freaking sharp as a tack. From about Wednesday night to Thursday night, she was sharp as a tack. And then she went back into zombie mode, man, because she just didn't stay active enough. She didn't keep that brain going. Then we get to our 90s. You know what you do in your 90s? The same thing as you did in your 80s. You keep yourself active. My grandmother, married to Papa from Ireland, drove until she was 98 years old. In her 90s, she went to church every single day. She drove to the grocery store every day in her 90s. Man, she was active. The same as I'm telling you to do in your 80s. And then when you get to 100, you know what you do? You call it quits. Man, you don't want to be going and living in no home. Pull the damn plug. Call it a great life. Call it over. You don't want to be like my grandmother died at 105 years old. The last five years of her life and her hundreds weren't that good. She was so powerful up until about 99 years old. And then she broke the old hip, went into the home. And the last five years, it wasn't that good, man, drooling on the jello. You know, it wasn't quite the same experience. I remember taking her one time. She died uh, three years ago at 105 years old. And I remember picking her up and um, taking her outside on a beautiful spring Connecticut day. I flew up there just to, just to spend a morning with her. She didn't know who I was. She looked so scared, just sitting outside, had a blanket. I put a blanket on her because she was shivering. She didn't even know who I was, man. She couldn't even enjoy it. And for so many years of my life, all she, she used to, my grandmother used to sit outside in the sun and put um, baby oil with iodine in it as her suntan lotion. She lived till she was, she was 105 years old. So my recommendation for you in your hundreds is kill it. Get it over with, man. You did enough. That's my advice for the young folks who are hitting me up on Instagram and emailing me and direct messaging me. I love you for it, but I just told you what to do. I hope you follow my lead because it seems like a pretty damn good life to me if you do it. That's the life I'm trying to lead, and that's the advice that I give to you on episode 170 of the You Need More Money podcast, which is the one-year anniversary of the You Need More Money book. Go get it for you and your family and your friends. Anybody you care about, you should be giving You Need More Money to so they can get great and get that money thing fixed. I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.